0: Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight, I am Peter, that is Tim.
1: I'm really into demons.
0: <laughs> we talk about horror movies on this show, this is a horror movie podcast. Uh, today's episode we are talking about Countdown, which is another movie that we're catching up on 2019 releases for. Uh, much like I said in well, the last... say it's
1: catching up on us.
0: Oh my god. Alright, so basically what I was <laughs> going to say there is that... Uh, this is a 2019 catch up episode, but this episode will probably go out after we actually do our top 10 and top 10 worst of 2019. Uh, but the point is that we've seen the movie before we do that episode so that we, we know if we're putting it on one of those lists. So, Countdown. Countdown is a, a movie about an app, a phone app, which predicts <laughs> when you're going to die. And, of course, supernatural, <laughs> ghosty things happen to make sure you do die at that time. Um, <laughs> So, the sad part about this is that, you know, I was watching this on stream uh, last <laughs> night and, like, someone said, So it's like Failed Destination then. And I'm like, You know what? It should be. This should be yep. a Failed Destination ripoff. And it isn't. Sure. <laughs> like, the, the first death that happens is really disappointing because it's like, just like an invisible force picks someone up off camera <laughs> and just drops them back into shot. And I'm like, yeah. That's it. Okay. Because the fun of Failed Destination, of course, is that, okay, what wacky, weird mousetrap esque. Your contrivance is going mm-hmm. to lead to the death. There's none of that mm-hmm. in this movie, it's just generic supernatural things coming for people.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, that's what I like, got what I was expecting at first. And, and basically, like, the way it's set up is it has um, th- there's like a way that you're supposed to die, but then if you like, once you know that you're gonna die at that time, you'll be like, oh, it's probably because of this, so I'll avoid that. And then when you do that, though, then you just get really stupid generic deaths, which is yes. annoying and not as fun.
0: Uh, not entertaining at all. Uh, mm-hmm. And that says... Now, that said, that said, the movie mm-hmm. does have a couple of redeeming little qualities. Uh, okay. There's a couple of entertaining <laughs> characters, I'll say. Exactly, uh, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a tech guy who works at a phone store yeah. who uh, basically became my hero. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, very quickly, uh, and then there's also a priest who's like really into like demons and shit, and he's like this hip cool priest who like burns incense and like he's he's sitting eating the uh, the 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 little cracker things they give yeah. at, at, at church. He's he's sitting yeah. eating them. It's like he's got a packet of chips. He's just he's mm. just eating them as if it's nothing. Mm.
1: So I mean, they're basically us. You have like the wisecracking tech guy, and then you have like the nerdy. Like, over enthusiastic comic book supernatural demon guy.
0: <laughs> so, I'm the tech guy and you're the, the yeah. over enthusiastic supernatural <laughs> guy. Okay, you, you got a good point there, actually. You got a good point. Uh, because, you know, this woman comes out of the store, she's in front of her main character. Because her main character, uh, whose name is. Quinn. Quinn, you're right. Uh, who's who's fine? You was know, Elizabeth Lal, who plays her. Like she's fine as an actress. You know, she's she's you're uh, you know, likable enough. Uh, the, the script doesn't really give her anything to do. That's that's good, but she's fine. Okay. Um, but she uh, like, she's in the, the, the phone store trying to get rid of the app because she thinks that'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's this other woman in front of her who like throws down her phone and goes, "Oh, this phone's broken." Uh, fix Mm. it he's like oh i can't (laughs) understand why do you always throw it down with such grace and he's just a cynical like prick Mm. about everything that he's doing is so good he's Mm. so entertaining um i I want a buddy cop movie with uh with this phone guy and the priesthood
1: i think that's one of the biggest uh problems in the movie is there gets to be a point where they're talking to both of them and you Mm -hmm. start to get excited because you're like oh, they're going to team up, aren't they? Yeah. And then they don't actually come together, which is a shame. Uh, But no, I, I'm actually a little surprised because I, I was talking to you yesterday. I was saying, uh, <laughs> I might have some shocking uh, <laughs> opinions on this movie, but it seems like we're kind of on the same page. Like the, the movie itself is, I, I, I would say it's like, you know, it's pretty bad. It's like dumb and generic, but there's yeah, a few things that stuff. make it like stand out, um, uh, from just being like, you know, whatever your truth or dare or wish upon kind of movie. And yeah, like you said, I think one of them is um you have these characters which yeah, like they're not like uh the best or deepest characters, but you just don't really see like these kind of people in these like shitty teen horror do, movies do, do, do that well, it feels like a nice breath of relief.
0: sure <laughs> it is as it's like those characters came from a version of this movie that wasn't taking itself too seriously. The problem yes, is yes. is that every time they're not on screen, the movie is taking itself seriously. It's just not exactly. a, like mm-hmm. they come from a lighthearted version of the script where it's more of a horror comedy. And they they work really well in that capacity. Uh and I think, you know, like I say, the main actress I think is likable enough. I think she's you know, like so, sometimes we watch these movies and the main <laughs> actors like just like painful to sit and watch try to act she's she's yeah. fine she's likable enough uh the main guy she kind of teams up with he's uh from uh, black lightning and I don't actually like him that much mm-hmm. in that show because his character kind of the most annoying part of the first couple uh, of seasons but he's actually he's fine again he's fine he's likable uh he's and they, they kind of team up and they try to solve this this problem uh <clears throat> our main character is a nurse uh, who works at a hospital mm-hmm. and there's a whole subplot with her like a uh, doctor boss who tries to like sexually harass her uh, or if not outright assault her and there's a whole subplot with that that like like I appreciate what it's doing I appreciate that it's trying to incorporate some topical things into yeah. its plot uh, I don't know if this bad horror movie is where they should be tackling the Me Too movement. Like, it just doesn't feel oh, like it... Uh, <laughs> oh, well, know,
1: I, I know, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't I, I have the... Proverb, this is not the movie to be doing that.
0: Yeah, the actor who plays the Doctor actually is one of those faces that pops up all over the place. Like,
1: I, I know I, from a bunch of stuff. Apparently, I, I do not realise this, but my wife uh, informed me that he was from Twilight. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know him from that because I have never
0: seen Twilight. Although, Tim, I hate to tell you this, but uh, a lot of our audience do expect us to one day do the Twilight franchise. Mm. <laughs> oh, it was Maxwell Lord and the Supergirl TV show. That's what I know him from.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, now I, I, I will say, uh, obviously, I'm not going to give anything away before we go into spoilers, but I mm-hmm. do actually kind of like the and uh, maybe some facets of the ending here. Like the what they what they kind of discover they have to do to you know like out trick uh this curse or whatever. Uh actually thought like that was kind of like uh oh this is like kind of interesting and I like where it goes. Um yeah but I mean we'll we'll get more to it in spoilers. Sure. But. Sure. <laughs> Again uh... like I from the trailers and stuff, I just thought this was going to be so cookie-cutter, generic, dumb movie, and there is a lot of generic, dumb stuff in here, but I was surprised at, like, some of the stuff. Like, yeah, I'm going to give it a little more credit than I thought it would. I would. Yeah,
0: you know, I didn't like the stuff with the little sister that she kind of has to try and help save as well. Because it's such a, it's such yeah. a common horror trope that, okay, she gets herself in this trouble, but it's when her little sister that she wants to take care of uh, yeah. you know d- uses the app as well and she's also going to like die. It's like, okay, that that's where she's got something to really fight for. It's kinda like the ring, where it's like, okay, the the, the main character, like, okay, I might be dying, but mm-hmm. I've li- I've done this to myself. I accept that. But then it's when her son watches the tape, so like, oh shit, I have to figure out a cure because I don't want my son yeah. to die. So it's kind of exactly. that same mentality as that. And it's you know it's it's fine. It's fine. Um <laughs> like yeah honestly like I feel like most of this movie is just kind of like generic it's got a couple of decent actors at the center of it but it's just mostly mm-hmm. generic and i wish there was more to do with the rules some of it just does mm-hmm. just feels very random uh but there are these side characters especially maybe halfway through the movie where you get a couple of scenes with these side characters that are really entertaining that you want to like keep returning to them and um, there was also a scene actually that i really liked where They're in a bar talking to each other, and the the scene started off. Oh, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It started started off whatever, but Mm. they realized that the the app kept telling them, because you you, you described earlier when they decide to avoid their death, Mm. Uh, the app will say you broke terms of service, right? But they can't Mm. actually read what the terms of service are. Uh, your, Your only chance to read them is at the start when you sign up for the app for the first time and they basically, there's this drunk guy who's like a flat earther who's like yelling about how you know, uh, the government control Antarctica and you can't go there because it'll reveal the edge of the flat earth and all this stuff. Yeah, and Illuminati and whatnot. Yeah. And the guy, uh, Matt, the main uh, dude, he's like, you know, what if we uh, make someone download the app and we can read the yeah. uh, terms and service, uh, you know, there? So they kind of talk this drunk guy into uh, downloading the app so they can and read the thing.
1: Th- I- what actually like made me like, uh, genuinely like laugh out loud. And I do think this is a good joke is, you know, they're kind of going like, Oh, but like, I mean, yeah. Like they're kind of having like a side conversation. We're like, ah, but like, should we, you know, is it safe to, uh, you know, let someone do this? Like, is this like messed up or whatever? And then like the, uh, the guy just kind of like out loud goes like, Oh, so it's fake, like the Holocaust. And then they're both kind of like, Okay, yeah, let's. let's, let's <laughs> like, that makes them realize that like, he's yeah. a bad person. Like, who cares about him?
0: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's just a, that's just do it. Uh yeah. So, no, that, that was a generally entertaining little scene. Um yeah. So fair play. So yeah, there's lot of glimmers of like good things it's, here or there.
1: Yeah, it's it, and I really wasn't expecting it, and it, it does feel like it's kind of at odds with itself between. Yeah, like, does it want to be kind of a like interesting kind of funny quirky movie like that or Mm -hmm. are you just trying to get the whatever pg-13 usual crappy you know tech-based horror movie that we see so much of and it's uh it's a shame when it goes into that parts because i doubt it could have been like a great movie but at least could have been something a little bit more memorable and entertaining if it did focus on some more of that kind of you know funny stuff or interesting stuff yeah um i i I feel like, I feel like the movie
0: does suffer because there's a really good horror comedy in here with a sure. lot of what is set up and there's, there's even potential for like a, for a Final Destination esque movie where you're sort of predicting like how they're going to die and it kind of like, mm-hmm. cause there's one early on like, uh, where it's a guy in a hospital and you're like, okay, so he's going to die in next number of hours or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the death, it's like, oh, you know, what if there's something, that, you know, let's get inventive, whether let's, you know, have a chain, chain reaction of events or something, kind of fail destination Asking, and it just, again, it happens off camera. Yeah. And this was the second death in the movie, and it's like, okay, so that's two in a row that have been off camera. Mm-hmm. So, at that point, any hope of the actual horror parts being entertaining were thrown yeah. out the window. Like, it was clear that it was never going to be any better than that. Yeah. Uh, what sucks, uh, and you're right. It's PG thirteen, and it kind of feels PG uh, thirteen. So
1: even for PG thirteen, it feels kind of like tame, because yeah. yeah, like you said, like yeah, you like so much stuff is off camera. Yes. Uh,
0: yeah. Mm, no. Uh, so yeah, I was just reading. I was reading the certificate. It actually tells you on IMDb like what the. Like, like it gives you like a description of like things in it to show like you know
1: uh the user agreement
0: no 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 like the uh like the, for the rating because I, I went to see what oh, the rating was and it's like got yeah. a list of like here's the sex and nudity stuff in the movie here's the valance and gore in the movie here's the profanity in the movie uh so yeah so yeah i mean i mean there's yeah there's one f-bomb you know the usual sort of mm-hmm. pg-13 stuff um, frightening and intense scenes. Uh, that is listed <laughs> yeah. as severe. I, I, I don't know if I'd go that far. Uh, sure. <laughs> I will say as well, when you eventually see like a personification of the the fate demon or whatever this is, that's actually like killing them. It's yeah. such a generic design so of a monster. It's <laughs> there's nothing interesting about it.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> eh, you know. I will admit. I kind of like the bathroom scene, or at least the start of it. Okay, like, uh, hmm. when like Matt's in the bathroom and he kind of sees like the uh, like the legs coming underneath the stall. Like I thought, like at the start of it, I was like, "This is kind of cool," uh, and then it you know quickly delves into what you expect. But...
0: Yeah, there was some CG that was introduced in this scene that I did not like. Yeah. Uh, with some body morphing happening, I was not into that yeah. at all. It was it was one of those things like up until that point, we'd seen a few other people like, had seen things before they mm-hmm. before they were attacked or died or whatever, and they always mm-hmm. seemed to be like in some way related to the victim. Like it was someone they knew from their past. It was it was it was like this whatever this is that's killing them uses like images of people they knew, usually people who have died, to kind of lure them into yeah. like their their death trap or whatever. Um, so it's not actually till much later in the movie you find out you know how this this kid is related to him in any way. Um but it yeah, so I mean it was one of those things where it kinda of reveals that out of order. So it's kind of I was kinda of thinking in the scene, but so is this someone he knows? But he never really gets a good yeah. look at him, so I guess it makes sense that he never kinda of clocks it. But like mm-hmm. that's kind of a thing throughout the movie. Um, The main character's mum died, so her and her little sister, uh, like, because the main character arc in the movie is supposed to be that she's kind of avoiding, like, being around her family or or, or dad and her sister, because she's not wanting to deal with the the memory of her mother going. Um, It's very thin, though, it doesn't really do anything with it. It feels like it's just there because she's supposed to have an arc, not because it actually informs the rest of the movie, or feels like it, you know, actually aids it in any way. So. It is, what it is. Uh,
1: so, the sister sucks i'm sorry yeah she's the worst <laughs> character no she, she's like, really annoying she it's like first of all like she's always like uh angry at the sister who like like obviously like you know it, it's a a time when the family needs you and everything but also like training to become a nurse is really hard and like you know sorry for you know she can't spend every like waking minute with you but like you know, that's like a lot of like stuff you got to work and study and then you have like weird long hours where, you, you know, sometimes you have to work like, you know, straight through the weekend and stuff. So, like, uh, just annoying me whenever the is just like, oh, like, you know, he's more uh, busy with your job. It's like, yeah, someone's got to work. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then, I mean, yeah, and then she's dodging like, you know, advances from her creepy doctor boss at work, which, mm-hmm. and that, that stuff was maybe yeah. actually more effective at being tense than anything else. Because mm-hmm. when he tried to like make a move on her and she had to kind of like yell at him and like push him off, like immediately mm-hmm. he tried, like she goes to speak to like the head nurse or whoever that, you know, whoever the woman is, or superior, mm-hmm. to obviously report what just happened. And then he kind of like steps out and like says, hey, you know, whatever her name was, like, Yeah, I need you right now for this thing. And it's clear yeah. that he's going to undercut her. It's clear that he's going to sort of report a different version of the story first. To make Jeez. it look like she's she's the one that should be in trouble. And <laughs> Uh, So, like, it's really kind of predictable what it's doing, but it's a little bit more, like, frustrating in, like, a good way because it's like, okay, I can see what they're doing here and I feel Mm -hmm. nervous for her. But the weird thing is, is that she doesn't really worry about it, like, when she's not involved Mm -hmm. in these scenes. Like, you know, later on when this comes back to, like, sort of bite her and we get a scene where she's, like, sort of put into, like, Mm -hmm. a HR meeting, like, this, this, <laughs> this, like, comes out of nowhere for her. Like, no, no, like it doesn't... Yeah. It's not built up to She's not worried about it. She's not thinking about the fact that she's dealing with this at work. Uh, she, you know, she's completely distracted by the death countdown the entire time, so... Yeah. All this really does is because we have to hate this guy for the third act, because he's going to yeah. become mm-hmm. useful in the third act. Yeah. But the problem <laughs> is, is up until that point, all of the subplot with him feels like it's tacked on. It feels like it's it's not totally. related to anything else yeah. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, So as as we'll give the spoiler warning because we're kind of dancing quite close to things sure. now uh, so full spoilers for the movie I'll just take this moment to thank our patron producers of David Short Alison M. Forday, Cindy Palacios Tyler Hess and Talking Superman mm-hmm. uh, they're all patron producers that means they're $20 or above on patreon.com slash mailfuzz TV but you can support us for as little as $1 per month and you get a bonus episode of streams every month for that $1 there's a back catalogue now of about 15-16 episodes and you get that you get a bonus episode of the Atomic Cinema Experiment the sci-fi movie podcast that I do with Tara, so check that out too. $5 per month gets you access to the shows one day early, the streams, reviews, that is, and you also get voting rates for an episode once per month as well. So I'm going to have a look and see if we can help keep all the content coming. But yes, full spoilers for, for countdown. <laughs> it's the final <laughs> countdown. Doo-doo-doo-doo. <laughs>
1: i'm done (laughs) that's that's funny actually that's one thing i was thinking of is like "Mm, i don't i'm assuming this prime won't get any sequels or we don't need any sequels but it seems like if they did do one like a third movie would have to be like the final countdown (laughs) yeah Uh, although the ending does
0: kind of tease a potential sequel that's true yeah because uh they think they've won but then uh countdown 2.0 gets downloaded onto That's our right. yeah. onto our uh, phone yeah. uh so yeah so the big thing with the the ending is that basically they, they learn that if they kill someone who's not supposed to mm-hmm. die because we because we see a lot of the doctors and nurses look at their phones when they they, they try it at the start of the movie that, uh, you know, uh, as chat was calling him on the stream last night, uh, Dr. Fondle, uh, he he has, you know, 50 years left or whatever. He's, you know, he's not dying for ages. Uh, so basically, if they kill someone who's not supposed to die, it'll completely break the list yeah. of deaths and will, you know, everyone will like, be written off and it'll have to. St- and, <laughs> but this is the thing. I kind of almost predicted that it would end with, like, a new version of the app because, well, surely some, some people still have to die after this. So surely it just resets and they have to like, have a new list of deaths like there'll be a new mm-hmm. list of like potential deaths so maybe, maybe our main character of Quinn will fare much better maybe she'll have like 60 years left now but mm-hmm. uh, but anyway so yes the whole thing is is that she has to lure Dr. Fondle uh, on, on his own so we get a scene where she goes into his office and has mm-hmm. to do the, uh, the the seduction eyes she has to be like oh mm-hmm. I wanted to apologise and thank you for helping sister" because her sister gets like you know cut in the the previous like sort of horror section was Mm. like, oh, thank you for helping my sister. And she's sort of like rubbing her finger against them and like, oh, how about you come and, uh, you know, I should have given to my feelings and blah, blah, blah. Uh, So she lures them into like an abandoned part of the hospital. And by the way- Very
1: convenient that there's just an entire wing.
0: (laughs) So so, so, so what bothers me more about this is that I feel like every other horror movie with a hospital in it has an abandoned wing or has a wing (laughs) that's under construction. There's always an empty section of the hospital. Yeah, I
1: mean, movies. I don't, I haven't been to the hospital like that much, but every time I go, it's like, they're constantly trying to find ways to like fit more people in. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, every, every room is like overcrowded. I don't know. These hospitals are just so big. They just have entire like wings that are just abandoned. And it's not even just like abandoned, like no one's there. It's like, you know, everything it, it's like, you know, there's a like, torn curtains that are flapping in the wind and, you know, broken glass and, like, you know, it's all very creepy. Yeah. There's a
0: very sexy rendition of uh, Marco Polo as she's, oh, yeah.
1: she's... She's making him
0: wander around in the, in the locker room. Uh, but eventually this is all about killing him so that... Uh, you know they can break the curse uh she tries so, to give him like uh, like enough morphine to down an
1: elephant or something yeah. like that <laughs> yeah so so this i actually thought was kind of like fun this idea of like all right to break the curse we have to like hunt this guy down and kill him like i thought like oh this is kind of cool <laughs> and yeah, then that, that, the the idea that the demon is actually saving him now because it doesn't want it to die yeah that's, i mean i like
0: the idea of that i don't know if it really the execution works for me sure. that much yeah because uh, it's like you know, she goes to stab him with a syringe, and you know he just gets pulled out of the way by like a supernatural entity and, and whatever.
1: Uh, I, that- I think if they maybe kept at it a little bit more, but it seems like yeah, he qu- quickly gets swept away, and then it's like, all right, I'm just gonna kill myself, which I didn't like as much.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like it had to be a longer part of the movie. This idea because yeah. it, it, it sort of shapes shapes up the rules, and it's like, oh no, now the rule is that the demon's going to try and save the person you're trying to kill, which is as kind of unique and kind of interesting. Yeah. But it doesn't last very long and he gets away so she just kind of threatens to kill herself because she's supposed to die second her younger sister's supposed to die a few minutes earlier so by killing herself she breaks the curse but, I, I, I mean, I called it. I said, you know what, I bet there's something she can inject herself with that'll save her, or an antidote, or whatever. And sure enough, she, she, you know, her sister goes to, like, or over to her dead body, and there's literally, like, a, like, an arrow in her arm saying, you know, stab me here with this syringe. And, like, a little, like, vial of something pops out, and she, like, you know, her sister just stabs her with a syringe, and it brings her back to life. And I'm like, yeah, of course this was going to be a cheat. Of course you were going to, like, you know, do this. And all I could think was, actually, this is this is the, uh, the Buffy Season 1 method. This is a... Uh, <laughs> Buffy being dead for a couple of minutes technically activates a new slayer you know that's that's what this was uh, so you know, it is what it is I mean they, they go to the, the graveside to visit their mother's grave finally at the end of the movie that's maybe the end of the arc the, the dad in this movie was like kind of forgotten about like I feel like they made a the point of yeah. introducing him and then he just kind of disappeared like for almost the whole movie it was oh yeah
1: they you didn't need the dad at all
0: <laughs> he was totally forgotten about uh, obviously, we skipped over a lot of stuff, though. We mentioned the tech guy. They go back to him because... Well, they, they meet him first, obviously. That's where the, the two characters meet. That's where uh, Quinn and Matt meet for the first time. and they, they share their stories and everything that's going on. And they're having visions because they're they're, they're coming close well, to death.
1: Well, I mean, it, it, if, you, <laughs> if you want to talk about how they meet first, because he's in line at the store, and then she leaves before him, and... um. She like almost runs into this guy with her car because she's like having like visions. And I thought it's just kind of like over the top and cheesy. But I thought this guy was funny. He's just like one of those like really big, like rich douchebags. Mm-hmm. He like slams on her car. He's like, you stupid bitch. And then like she thinks she sees something in the background. So she like just kind of floors her car and rams into his, which um she like rams into it pretty fast and then they don't actually show the car but it doesn't look like it has that much damage because like his car doesn't actually like move and like you don't really see the spot where they hit it but you think there would be like more going on but um at that point that's when matt runs out uh because he realized that she had the same app that he did um but what i think is funny is this whole scene with her and the douchebag in the parking lot that like had to have taken a while like don't you think once matt realized she was also talking about the countdown app he would have like run out right away like it's weird that like you know they she has this like uh like one or two minute long interaction with like this other guy and stuff before matt's like okay well i still had to make my purchase first before i ran out and found you like Yeah,
0: nah, that's a fair point. I wasn't really thinking about it during the scene, but it's a fair point. Uh, But after they see the tech guy, uh, they eventually, they go to a priest, and the priest that she knows from the hospital is like, oh no, I don't believe in any of this. Uh, Demons are metaphorical, but I know a guy who might, and that's when we cut to... Uh, dude. it's funny because uh, Matt's from Black Lightning, but so is the uh, the priest. The priest was like a racist oh, right. uh, principal in Black Lightning. He was oh. also he was also the principal in Big Little Lies, so he's he's been typecast as a principal a couple of times. Oh, yeah. This guy, <laughs> but now we get this guy who's got like he's got like crosses tattooed on him. He's this mm-hmm. badass priest who's like a nerd for demons, uh, and they come and see him, and he's like. First of all, he's disappointed on not his GrubHub. He's waiting for a delivery. Yeah, and like you said, he's eating like communion wafers. Like I thought yeah. that was funny. Yeah, and uh, they're like, no, 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 this. And he he does some exposition here, talking about how there was like a, a basically a version of this demon who had like a scroll with a countdown on it. Like you seen the, mm-hmm. the, the 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 illustration in the book there was like a, a demon from like you know the dawn of time with a scroll with the same yeah. countdown <laughs> layout as the app, uh, which is pretty um, funny
1: what i kind of appreciated about this is i feel like in other movies like this kind of stuff would have been taken more seriously so it would have come off as being dumb but the fact that you're getting it with this like goofy priest explaining it like Mm. um like you were kind of saying earlier like it feels like maybe uh yeah it's something that's a little more like i don't know almost being like self-aware or something which i kind of appreciated
0: yeah a little bit a little bit uh but basically, he's like, "Hey, I'd have to read the the you know the curse to actually try and help you with this." And they're like, "Well, how do we read that?" And he's like, "Well, it's probably in the code." Uh, it's like, "Do you guys know how to like you know like look at the code of an app?" Do you know anyone who can do that? And then, yeah. and this is the thing. So earlier on in the scene with the, the tech guy, like I was kind of commenting on how like oh like. I like this, dude. He's kind of entertaining. But I thought we weren't <laughs> going to see him again. But there was a moment yeah. here where they sort of look. He goes, oh, I think we do know someone. And it cuts to this guy leaving yeah. his job. And I was like, yes,
1: <laughs> yes, the tech guy's back. Um, see, this is oh, the part that bummed me out, though, is because like when he's like, oh, like do you know someone? It's like, all right, but why aren't, like, why aren't they bringing the priest with them? Like At this point, I thought they were all going to become like a oh, game, sure. you know?
0: uh but no they they go to meet him and he's he's gonna get a tinder date so he he delays his tinder date by 15 minutes to help them because they offer him their credit cards so they can have everything that they've got left in the card (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh if if you'll crack into the app and he does and he actually changes the counters so that they're really high and he sort of hacks into it of course Mm -hmm. the the, the demon doesn't like this so it doesn't work for very long uh it's not that it's like later that night they, they reset But it's actually once they reset, because even though they've solved everything, uh, they don't want to be alone, so Matt spends the night with her. uh, Not sexually, I mean, they end up sharing a bed, but so far, nothing romantic uh, actually happening yet. Um, But they eventually have a scare, so they go back to the priest in the middle of the night, and like oh did you get the code and like yeah, yeah yeah we got it and he's like oh there's latin so because you know the screenshot or whatever and he's like okay so this is the thing and he basically they, they form like a like a like a pentagram it's not even a pentagram because it was six it's more the star of david but whatever Uh, okay it can't get in here if we stay inside this circle it can't get out but of course the demon shows up this is when we first see the demon properly walking around and it lures matt out by like presenting him this is so dumb (laughs) yeah because earlier on matt told this story about how he felt guilty because uh, his dying little brother uh, when he was a kid. He stole his dying little brother's toy. It was this robotic dinosaur. And mm-hmm. it said robotic dinosaur, and I was like, oh, that sounds cool. Robotic dinosaur. <laughs> and then you see it when it's, it's like it shows up to lure him out of the circle, and it's just this little wind-up thing. I'm like, that's not a robotic yeah. dinosaur. That's, that's a wind-up dinosaur. <laughs> that, that's a shit. What like, are you doing?
1: I, I hate whenever they do this thing in horror movies where it's like, alright, you have these you know, like reasonably smart people who Uh know that they're in a very specific situation, that they have to act a certain way and not fall for like certain tricks. And yet like the, like seeing his dead brother, you know, still makes him like step outside the circle. Like, I mean, I maybe, I don't know if you make a case for some magic thing is being put on him that he's kind of hypnotized or whatever. Uh, But again, it's just like, you know you're not supposed to leave the circle, and that obviously is a trick. Uh, so it's like, what the hell?
0: Yeah, it's frustrating. He dies right after this because he, he he ends up outside and a, a, a truck hits him. Which, by the way, was the most obvious thing that was about to happen ever. It does that thing oh, sure. where he's clearly about to be hit by a car or a truck or whatever. Yeah. Uh, just.
1: I'm okay. Let me go.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's the way the, uh, the, the, the 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 shot is framed, where he's standing. It's just really obvious. They're going to the, the shop, you know. Vehicle comes in from the left or whatever yeah. and hits him. Uh, so he dies, uh, which leads them back to the hospital because uh, the, the, the little sister got hurt, and uh, that's when we get to kind of all the endgame stuff. Uh, the, it's frustrating because it's, it seems like this, this this section here, and it's a shame that the priest never comes back, but this section here mm-hmm. with the, the circle and we actually see the demon and it does the bullshit trope, as you say, of, <laughs> of convincing him to come out of the circle. Like, I. Like, this is the stuff I hate. This is the stuff in the movie that yeah. is absolute garbage. And like you say, the characters totally. have mostly felt reasonably smart. Reasonably. Mm. Not 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 necessarily greatly so, but they've mm. not been complete idiots.
1: And yeah. it's made you kind of want to root for them a little bit. And, like... Mm. I, I mean, honestly, like, I kind of liked uh like Matt and Quinn. Like, once they... On their own, I, I didn't think they were great, but once they kind of teamed up, I was, like, rooting for them uh, for a bit. It's like, Oh, like I, I think they're perfectly fine main characters, but then if you also pair them up with the these two comedic uh kind of characters, like that's actually like a, not 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 a bad little team.
0: Yeah, uh, but part of me, yeah, I was hoping that all four of them would be together and they try to like solve the problem and figure out what's going on. Unfortunately, by this
1: point, the little sister's with them as well, and she's kind of the worst. Uh, <laughs> but but it it is super weird though that like the priest seems invested in helping them, but also like. Doesn't really want to leave the church. Like it seems like he's just like, Yeah, you go find whatever and come back to me and I'll help. Or, like, and like then like yeah, at the end when everyone's hurt and stuff, it doesn't seem like he's really moving much to do anything to help him.
0: Uh, that's basically the movie. I like like I say, there's a lot of visions, there's a lot of weird, like sort of crappy jump scares and like
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, something's there, but it's not really there. She sort of wakes up from it. Matt wakes up from it, whoever's you know, whoever's having yeah. the vision. Uh that happens a number of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's really frustrating because there's moments in the movie where it's like it's almost starting to be a fun movie like it's almost like finding mm-hmm. its own little niche where it can work in this way it can work with these, these cookie characters or it can work with these mm-hmm. rules and then it kind of just Gets generic again, and it's it's really yeah. frustrating in that sense. Uh, there is a mid-credits scene we should yeah. <laughs> we should discuss <laughs> the mid-credits scene uh, yeah. where and I, I didn't like this because it, it gave a bad ending to a character we like because it, it went to the tech yeah. guy on his Tinder date and the woman's not impressed. He, he he's he's trying to say, look at all the wine I've bought you. Yeah, give me more wine, yeah. waiter. And the waiters try to kick him out because it's just you know <laughs> they've been like closed for like half an hour. <laughs> yeah. Is it? no, nope, nope. It's time to go and then his phone you know dings and the app kind of like counts them down and um, it cuts to black and we hear him scream I mean
1: if they do make a sequel or something and they really want to bring him back I'm sure they can figure out a way but <laughs> yeah
0: he would be the most of the appeal having the priest would be the appeal of doing a sequel totally yeah yeah um, I mean, it's entirely possible that for Quinn, she checks the phone at the end and she, she's got the app 2.0. It's entirely hmm. possible that she checks it and it's like, oh, you've got 70 years. Oh, I, I guess. Yeah. I guess I'm fine. <laughs> I guess I'll just yeah. not worry about it now. Uh, unfortunately, she's, she's made all the deaths shuffle, though, so it means that some other poor bastard is going to die quickly now. That's true. In <laughs> her place. That's the only problem. Any other thoughts, Tim? Anything else you'd like to,
1: like to I mean, add? I, I, I feel like we can't skip over the, uh, the immortal line <laughs> that the priest oh, says. Yeah. <laughs> when he, he's talking he,
0: about the uh, Bible, yeah.
1: Yeah, he <laughs> calls it the ultimate graphic novel.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's he, like... he's comparing. He's comparing like demons and stuff and like people as like superheroes. Is like when you think about it, the Bible's the ultimate graphic novel. <laughs>
1: yeah oh actually uh yeah i mean it's just such like a, a dumb lame line but it, was, it did like make me laugh <laughs> but it's also like well wait are there even like pictures in the bible like you, i feel like you would have to say that only work if like whatever but um actually that that does remind me to another joke that i kind of laughed at when um he's reprogramming the phone and giving everyone extra years he's like how how much longer do you think the marvel universe got
0: <laughs> yeah 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 was a couple um, there's a couple of intentional funny jokes yeah i'll give it a, um
1: and then yeah that's definitely like what does uh oh and then uh I, I guess we didn't mention it but like the um one of the funny things is like you know at, at the end like once everything is um you know settled up and what they're alive and stuff I, like one of my first thoughts was like okay um it's cool that they're alive but the probably going to have to explain why they were trying to murder this doctor like i'm sure the doctor's going to go to the police and be like hey these people are trying to kill me uh, yeah luckily cuz he doesn't really know like the supernatural stuff was yeah, going on yeah
0: he, he sees a couple of creepy things as he's escaping her where he sees like her be pulled back or whatever but like yeah. he doesn't know what's going on there is like there's one little throwaway thing in the final scene that show that he's been arrested because a couple yeah. of his victims have spoken up and he's now in he's now and present oh, yeah. for sexual assault <laughs> it's,
1: and it's kind of funny because it happens like while they're walking away from their mother's grave yeah. they're like all right like you know it's like a very solemn like just imagine like yeah you just put new flowers on like your mother's grave and then as you're walking away oh hey that doctor got arrested <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um but i mean like obviously uh you know i get he deserves it but still, I feel like they probably could have gotten into some type of trouble for trying to kill him.
0: Well, you, don't let say is, there's lots of potential good movies here. There's a Final Destination knockoff, which is fine, because yeah. I'm okay for more of those. Uh, there's also the idea of doing the fun horror comedy with these cookie characters and, like, fighting back against the demon and, like, all the wacky things they think up to try and do that. That could be yeah. fun. And then the other potential thing that could be fun, if they expanded upon it and took it more seriously, is this idea that they have to try and kill someone to save themselves, and maybe even the idea yeah. as well that the demon's going to try and save that person because it doesn't want them to disrupt the uh, the, the timeline, the the, the death, the death yeah. line of events, right? So, one of the things that they could do with that that would make it more of a proper story would be to really sell the idea of her being driven to the point where she's willing to kill someone, even someone as bad as this. Like, yeah. committing murder is still a pretty big deal, even if it's someone who's as awful as this dude is, it's there's still a lot like i don't know if when she goes to kill him that i'm ready to believe she's willing to kill someone you know
1: yeah totally
0: like you know it doesn't feel like she's quite reached that point yet but the movie's ready for her to do that for the plot so she just has to do it but yeah. it doesn't really feel like she's really like i feel like the, the decision to finally kill someone should be like a big deal for a normal person and she's been represented so far as a relatively normal person yeah,
1: yeah totally and uh, to be fair i feel like that's not necessarily a new idea because we have seen uh, that idea in like other um, like movies about curses and stuff where someone uh, wrestles with the idea of like, should I pass this curse on and doom someone else? Um, like the, I, like I think it's like, oh, you know, definitely different uh, here than in other movies, but it's not like the newest thing. I think what makes it interesting is the idea of, Oh no, the the demon has to save him now because, It doesn't want that to happen. Like That's like a really cool, interesting idea for me. And uh, yeah, again, I I was bummed that it doesn't really... It's presented in the movie, but then quickly forgotten and kind of... Yeah. Yeah, they just go into the next bullshit thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a shame because it's got some interesting characters that could make it entertaining. It's got some ideas there, here or there that could become a really good movie. But all of them kind of get left behind far too quickly. All of them aren't committed to as the as the you know the either the main characters of the movie or as committed to as the main IDs of the movie. They're all kind of left behind and it's very frustrating. So
1: It's one of those interesting things where it is like the um you know it's a it's a horror movie. This is a horror podcast, but um yeah, it's like the horror is the worst part of it. Like, <laughs> you, like you know, you almost want, like, maybe it shouldn't have been a horror movie. Maybe it should have been something else. I'm, okay. I'm okay. Uh, But I, I, I was genuinely surprised, though. Like, again, not saying that it's good by any stretch of the imagination, but I was surprised that I enjoyed, like, you know, the parts of it, and, you know, um, mm. that there was actual stuff that I was, like, intrigued or laughed at or enjoyed on a non-ironic level. Yes, Uh, yes. Which which surprised me quite a bit.
0: But it is a mixed bag, unfortunately, and there's a lot of generic shitty stuff in it as well. So uh, with that all said, Tim, what are you going to rate Countdown?
1: Let's see. Well, I actually... Hold on. (laughs) I downloaded the app as well because you can still get the app. So let me see how much time I have left just to make (laughs) sure. All right, let's see if we can see that there. 19 years. Yeah. Okay, so you're not living
0: that old then. You are only getting to your mid mid fifty
1: three. Yeah. Not 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 horrible.
0: I also no. downloaded the app. I don't forget the right <laughs> one though, because there was like three different versions. All right. <laughs> I have two oh. hey, I'm beating you. I love it. It's it's flipped, oh. but it's uh, 40,
1: <laughs> 43 years. <clears throat> not too not too shabby. I I will, and like. You know, it's, um, it's a stupid thing, but I will give it credit. Like, it, it is kind of cool that they do have – if it's an app movie, like, I do like that they made the actual app and that, like, um, it actually, like, looks and works just like it does in the movie. Like, mm-hmm. when you first sign up for it, you do get, like, the actual long user agreement that you have to accept, yeah. which I thought, like, oh, that is kind of cool. Yeah, so um, I'm
0: going to left till I'm 73. That's all right. <laughs> Much better than you
1: age I mean good luck uh, doing like 20 years of the podcast without me
0: (laughs) we'll do a special death edition when you're about to die Tim we'll do like a Tim's last hurrah episode 4763 Tim's final episode (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Maybe the last episode would be me trying to kill you to <laughs> break the <laughs> person. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, um So we read it. We read it. It really is a tough one. Um, yeah, because, again, the horror elements are bad. There's a, a lot of dumb generic stuff that we always talk about that's bullshit and sucks and you hate to see. But then there are some actually generally like – you know, funny characters and, and, you know, there's like a, a lot of bad horror movies where we laugh at the characters. And again, though, it's like in a cheesy, ironic way, like these uh-huh. guys in here, they, they, uh, you know, I'm not saying they're like, you know, the height of comedy or anything, but they were like generally funny. Um, and, uh, and yeah, there are a few ideas, uh, that I did think it was cool. So, um, hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think. You know, I, you know, I'll, I'll give it a, a, a straight five, maybe. uh Yeah, I'll, I'll go five because I'm trying to think. Like, if do I want to go that much lower? Probably, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it a, a five at least, just for the because I was kind of surprised that it entertained me more than uh, I thought, and there's enough okay, or at least interesting stuff that I still wouldn't say that I necessarily liked it, or that it's a good movie, but it's a surprisingly like watchable movie, which a lot of these kind of thing kind of movies aren't.
0: Yeah, I keep agreeing with your scores too much, so I'm intentionally <laughs> not going to. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I was kind of thinking earlier on 4.5, and I, I think I'm still yeah. going to go with that. Uh, that seems right. You know, it's it's like, like this could easily be like a three out of ten, and it's not. It's it's it's, it's to its credit that it's kind of kind of clawed its way up a little bit, but yeah. I can put it in the positive side of the skill, I just can't. So, uh, five out. Of, oh, sorry, four point five out of ten uh, is my is my rating. So, you know, uh, not the worst thing to watch, but certainly mm. full of a lot of things we don't like to that we see in a lot of bad movies. So. uh that is
1: it's a a pretty good streaming movie which uh one of the i was kind of pissed because one of the reasons why i wanted to do is because it was on netflix and then i don't know when they took it off but it wasn't on netflix anymore when i checked it and i was like i could have sworn like it was on here last time i checked and like it must have just come out too so like i don't know was it only on there for like a month like that seems like a weird short time you should have checked the uh, countdown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's only available. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. funny. Um, but no, I uh, so it's I, I don't know. I I just thought that was weird. Um, and, unless I completely like uh missed it, like it, it was never ever streamed. But I just thought it was. But I'm pretty sure it was. I I remember it very vividly. But oh well, oh well. Indeed, that is that <laughs> has been uh countdown
0: uh you can count down to the comments below and you can give us <laughs> give us some comments let us know what you think of the movie if you've seen it uh you can like and subscribe all that stuff get us on the twitters at screams midnight uh you can also of course uh support us by rating the podcast and apple Podcasts, give us five stars or a review it helps us out a lot more people will find us that way we mentioned earlier patreon.com mail Mailfuzz tv if you want some bonuses and you want to support us financially you can do that over there uh, but yeah that is us so uh, thank you very much for joining us and uh, hopefully you'll have a long time to live uh, and we will <laughs> see you <laughs> we'll see you next time guys so keep watching scary movies goodbye <laughs>